Do you ever feel like you have to convince people? Convince them to do what you want. Convince them you know what you're talking about. Convince, convince, convince. It feels like a strong arm in a way, and it's a mask. Worst of all, it's a repellent mask, and it is not ever going to work for you. You cannot convince me utilizing the voice habits that are creating from a convincing mask. That's what I'm talking about today. Whether this one relates to you or not, I think you're going to like this episode, and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the show. I've got a great episode for you today. All about why do you feel like you need to convince us? But quickly, make sure you join in on my next upcoming masterclass coming up soon. Go to captivatetheroom.com forward slash masterclass and get in this thing. I am doing one, maybe two more this year, and that's it. And I want you to be ready to head into 2022, making a bigger impact with your message, getting the results you want faster with inner freedom. So get over there and sign up. It's an incredible training that I do for free as of right now. And I don't want you to miss it. Massive breakthroughs happen in this thing, especially on Masterclass 2, which is all about voice masks. And this is an ideology that I created in the methodology of psychology of the voice. I I could hear sounds in voices that made me realize something was going on internally from the voice of the person that I, I could hear. And I could always feel a bulletproof glass, a barrier come between us. Now, this didn't mean that the person was bad. It didn't mean anything other than there were sounds in the person's voice that were put there by the subconscious. Generally, these voice masks are intentional. We know we're doing them on some level, but they keep us out. And that is exactly why the subconscious has us create these masks to keep people out so they won't judge us or whatever reason. So the subconscious convinces us, oh, if you do that, then you're going to get what you want. And when we put these voice masks up, we believe that they are going to be the very thing that helps us get what we want. And they are actually the opposite, the very thing that keeps us from getting what we want and they break the connection. And for some people, it's a, you know, the mask is so intense, so thick that it really does feel like a bulletproof glass to me. If you've ever seen bulletproof glass, it's very, very thick. 
I mean, a bullet can't go through it. For other people, it's a little bit more like cellophane. It's a thin layer of keeping us out. And I did a lot of research on this. I'd spent a lot of time creating these masks based on the typical ones that I would repeatedly hear. And not too long ago, I don't know, well, it feels like it wasn't too long ago. I, I did a succession of episodes where I talked about the different masks needing to prove and people pleasing. Those are the two most common ones. Arrogance is the most difficult to break. When I have somebody that is arrogant, it's tough. It is tough for me to get through. That is all ego. That is massive. That's bulletproof glass when somebody has a mask of arrogance because they are refusing to listen, learn, change, and allow anybody in. The mask of arrogance is generally the most insecure person I try to work with. I don't get the mask of arrogance a lot, but I get it. And when I do, oh man, <laughs> it's tricky. It's tricky. You know, I tell people when I work with them all the time, I'm going to try the front door first. If I can't get in that way, I'm going to go in the back door. Then I'm going to the windows. Then I'm coming down the chimney. With the mask of arrogance, it's the toughest of all. So the others are pretty easy to be cracked, especially when we realize what they are and what we're actually doing and how it's not working for us. So anyway, I did a whole series a while back where I did two, three, four, five masks. I talked about them. And today I'm going to talk about needing to convince, the mask of needing to convince. And as you all know, generally I do episodes based on what I see a lot of at any particular time. And I notice themes in the people that I work with. When one person is dealing with something Everybody in my sphere is dealing with that. And I've got a couple of themes going on right now that I'm going to be doing episodes on. And one of them is this needing to convince. All voice masks come from something going on internally, from a psychology of the voice story. They create a habit, a voice habit. And as you know, this is why I do not believe that I just don't think we can take a typical voice technique, like speak louder, use less words, whatever it is, and have it stick. That is what my data shows me. My data shows me we've got to get in there and change what is behind it, which is the story and or the driver. So needing to convince has certain voice habits that it creates that are not working for you. A lot of times it is speaking fast. A lot of times it is speaking loud. A lot of times it is a sense of urgency. And so generally when somebody's trying to convince, they're doing a whole lot of talking. Oftentimes it's more words, more words, more words, more words, more words, but there's this freneticness about it. Like I've got to convince you now, not always. Generally, it's an elevated vocal energy, an elevated sense of urgency. It's, it's a desperation. 
And all of those things, fast, loud, extreme vocal energy, and ultimately one note repel us. So when I have this, I've got to convince you. And, and even if I don't have that sense of urgency, I'm giving you all the words and I'm I'm almost pushing my words at you and I'm using speed and I'm staying on one note. Do you see how I'm staying on one note? It's like, because I've got to convince you. It becomes, or it can become a pleading, a desperate, it's intense. It's got a grip on it which I'm not going to dive too far into. I may do a whole episode on grip, a vocal grip, but all of it repels people. We pick up these sounds. We pick up these masks. And generally, we do not assess them as they truly are. And that's the danger of all of it. Speaking fast, speaking loud, sense of urgency, all of that. We can talk about all of that. But the core problem is you've put something in place, a mask. We pick it up and oftentimes, well, really all the time, we don't recognize what is behind it. So in a needing to convince mask, I'm sure there's been many times where people didn't believe you. Or maybe you're working from an imposter syndrome. I don't have a college degree. I've only done this X amount of time. I just got out of college. There's people in the room that have been doing this longer than I've been alive. I've just changed careers. I'm 60 and I just started doing this. It could be a myriad of things. That's what's behind it. And there's noise around that. Your listener doesn't know that. Your listener generally does not know you're trying to convince them out of your fear, your insecurity, because you don't have a college degree. They just feel strong-armed and repelled and tuned out and turned off. They don't know that there is a passion behind it. They don't know there is a fear behind it. They don't know that maybe nobody ever believed you or there was a situation in your life where nobody believed you, or you grew up in a family where nobody believed you. They don't know that. They don't know the backstory. And that's the voice story. And that's what caused you to put that mask in place, that noise in your head. And I don't know what that noise in your head is. It could be a number of things. I mentioned in that list that I rattled off a minute ago, about having a college degree. That's huge. I see that a lot. I see that on the regular. People that are really good at what they do or they've moved into a space, a new space, and they don't have a college degree. And that's a big hangup for people. And I want you to let that go. I have a bunch of college degrees, but that's I don't even use them in this work. I work, I do this work from purpose, the gift I was given. So that college degree thing, you know, I don't know where, that that used to be a big thing here in the States, maybe even before my generation, but probably my generation, that was just a, a deal breaker. I mean, I didn't have an option not to go to college in my family. 
that it was, you had to go to college. You had to get a college degree. That was kind of the one hard and fast rule that my father made. Because to his generation, that meant something. I mean, that was a big deal. I don't know that I see the world that way. I don't know that I've ever been asked in this work about my degree in voice. And I don't have one. I don't have a degree in voice. Yeah, I've got a lot of degrees. I have two master's degrees and a bachelor's degree. Yeah, I've studied under the greatest voice masters of our time. But to me, that's irrelevant. To me, the work that makes my work good and valid is all the work and the research and the clients that have sat before me and the data that I've tracked and the hours that I've put in. I'm going down a rabbit hole here over a college degree, but the point of it is whatever that noise is, whatever that past is, whatever that false belief is that you have to convince me that you know what you're talking about is costing you my willing to believe you know what you're talking about. Because you see, the expert doesn't need to convince. And you can say now, you may say, well, I'm not an expert at what I do. Yeah, you are compared to what I know of what you know. You know, a lot of times I'll ask my groups, I'll say, what's your definition of expert? And a lot of times people will say, oh, somebody that knows all the answers, somebody that knows they've done this for years and years, they've got a degree in it, they know all the things. And I don't believe that's what an expert is. Yeah, I think those, yeah, that's part of the definition of an expert, but I've heard some amazing definitions of expert that have nothing to do with, I've done it 40 years and I have a degree in it. Yeah, those things are true, probably, maybe. But I heard somebody give a definition one time that an expert was somebody that could change somebody's life for the better. Another person I have mad respect for said an expert is the person who is fully aware of what he or she doesn't know. But whatever your definition is, you need to know that an expert, I don't, I don't need to convince people I know what I'm talking about. I just own it. I own it and I bring it to life. And that's what I want you to do instead of feeling you've got to convince me, feeling you've got to strong arm me. There's people I know they feel like they've got to convince because it's so important to them. Okay, this is important to me. The day that I woke up and realized, okay, days are numbered. I have to touch the lives of the people that I was put here to touch. But by trying to convince them, that's not going to get them. I have to stand up and own what I believe to be true and bring it to life in such a way that you want to listen. You want to change. You want what I'm talking about. And that's that grip. And I'm, like I said, I'm not going to dive into grip because I think I may do an episode on grip. But when you've got this needing to convince and you're speaking faster and this sense of urgency and this desperation, there's a grip around it. Can you hear the tightness and the grip? Okay, that's a repellent. That doesn't let us in. So we have to 
release the grip, we have to work from the now, not the past, not the future, not what they're thinking, not what they might be thinking, not what degree we don't have or what experience we don't have. We have to work from the expertise of what we know now and work from a different place. We have to reframe that. I have to convince them because and work from something different. I'm excited to share this with them. I can't wait to deliver this information, not fearing what may or may not happen. There's no time that convincing is ever going to work. And it goes against the grain. It goes against the what the world teaches us, just like pretty much everything else I teach goes against the grain. Loud and fast, no, that's not going to get you what you want. They're the weakest tools. Again, I'm looking at things very different than what the world says because of the data I have. I don't want to work from the place of, I've got to convince you. I want to work from the place of why in the world wouldn't you see what I'm talking about here? Because that will release the grip. Now, a lot of times you've heard me talk about act as if the outcome's yours. That doesn't mean being an actor unless you want to be. If you want to be an actor, be an actor. And act as if the outcome is yours doesn't mean I get everything I want. I don't. Not even close. But why would I want to work from the place of I'm not going to get what I want unless I can convince you I know what I'm talking about? That's never going to work for me. That's never going to work for you because you've got to release the grip. You don't need to convince us. You need to believe in yourself. You need to believe you know what you're talking about and work from a different place. Work from a passion and a love and an understanding and a belief in what you're talking about not from the place of the possibility that I won't. Masks will limit your next level of success. And you can be successful. I've worked with a ton of super successful people. My goal is to get them to the next level of success. And oftentimes that is centered around pillar two, which is shifting what they've put in place to keep us out. And most people, no matter how good they are, are working to keep us out. It's never going to work for you. You're never going to be able to convince me with the techniques, the voice habits, not techniques, voice habits that come with a need to convince mask. You got to work from somewhere different and we have to change those habits. So I don't know if this is you, but if it is, this mask isn't serving you and it's time to shift it and replace, rewrite the stories inside that created it and change the habits that it put in place. All right, that's it. I'm going to stop right there. I hope you'll join me for my upcoming masterclass. Again, go to captivatetheroom.com forward slash masterclass. And until I see you next time, you know what to do. Get out there and speak your truth. Just do it beautifully. 
Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 